You are beautiful. You are worthy. Your dreams were put on your heart for a reason. No matter what anyone else might think of you for following them. So stand up, stand tall, and stand proud. You were made to shine. You guys, okay, this is going to be the quickest podcast episode ever, ever. I'm talking like maybe let's go five minutes because I'm running late for Easter service. When I say I'm running late, I'm not really running late. I have like, I'm running late for the thing at my parents' house before we go to Easter service, but I had to get on here. I had to, I had to, I had to, because this was bursting on my heart. I mean, my entire run, I was like, I was running to get back here just to record this podcast episode. So I hope that means it's going to land on someone's heart, that it's really going to shine some value and some light into whatever situation this is coming at you today and right now and in this moment. And, and I just pray that why God gave me this seed to put on my heart, that it is translated and conveyed in such a way that he gave it to me that it blesses your life too. You guys, my entire life, I've been called positive, right? Like people say, oh, you're so positive. You're such a positive thinker. I wish I could be more positive. And, and I, I appreciate the compliment. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'll be honest. I hate, I hate positive thinking. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because, because our world mistakes positive thinking for pretending everything's okay. It mistakes positive thinking with being weak. It mistakes positive thinking with not recognizing that there's actually problems to be solved and that there's actual hardships in the world. There is a, there was a illustration of a, of a sailboat and there's three people on the sailboat And it's super windy, really bad day to go sailing, quite frankly. And the pessimist goes, crap, this sucks. We should have never gone sailing. Just complains, complains, complains. Only fixates on the wind. The the positive thinker pretends everything is fine. Doesn't even acknowledge the wind. Doesn't even recognize that there is a challenge. Pretend it's not there. And then there's the third person. And the third person is what I want to come at you today. The power thinker. There's a difference between powerful thinking and positive thinking. The power thinker simply shifts the sails. It recognizes the problem and it goes towards a solution. That is much different than positive thinking. That is much different than thinking everything's fine. There's not a problem. There's not a challenge. There's not an obstacle. And while I appreciate when people call me a positive thinker, in my mind, I chuckle a little bit because I know what they're thinking. They think I walk around and think everything is rainbow and sunshine and don't recognize that there's actually problems in the world and just turn a blind eye to the fact that, oh my God, there is a big fire over there. But that is not what I strive to do. And that's not what you should strive to do either. We, this world would be a much better place if we all became more powerful thinkers. The thinkers that recognize the bad. They say, hey, this is not good. (laughs) Hey, this really sucks. Hey, this person broke my heart. Hey, I don't know how I'm going to provide food on the table for my family this month. Hey, I don't know how I'm going to pay the rent. Hey, I don't even have a place to pay rent for. Hey, I lost the the best friend I've ever known. Hey, I'm going to have to move 
across the country to a place where I know absolutely no one. Hey, I lost my mom. Hey, my friend lost her dad. Hey, this is, my heart is shattered. Hey, there's a fire. Yet I am going to turn my my eyes. I'm going to look at the fire. I'm going to recognize it. I'm going to acknowledge it, but I'm not going to stay there. I'm going to recognize that I have hope. I have a solution. And someone needs to hear today that the reason I am so optimistic about my life, it has nothing to do with the fact that hard things don't happen in my life. It has nothing to do with the fact that I don't recognize hard stuff as happening in other people's life. The reason that I am so optimistic is not because I don't think your heart is breaking and not because my heart hasn't broken itself, but because I know the hands that hold the broken pieces. And when you know Jesus and when you know his hope and when you know he's got you, you are able to break in a way that you know that's not the end, that you know it's not over. So you can look at the fire. Heck, you can walk through the fire and you can come out better for it, sharper for it. You can walk through the fire and come out not smelling like smoke because you know the hands that hold together your broken pieces. And you guys, I just had to come over on this short, short, short podcast episode today and encourage you, don't think positively. Don't pretend everything's fine. That's not strength. That's not strength. Strength is not saying everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine when it's not. Strength is also not saying everything sucks, everything sucks, everything sucks when it doesn't. Strength is saying this is hard, but God is good. My heart is breaking, but God holds the pieces. I don't know what the next step looks like, but I know Jesus is walking alongside with me in it. It's understanding that not everything's going to go according to plan. Your heart's going to break. How my heart has broken more times in the past year than I think it is in the accumulation of these 24 years combined. But I know who holds the pieces. And I know who walks alongside with me in every single transition. So no. I'm not a positive thinker. I am a powerful thinker. And some people, they think that that's not realistic to always think that there's hope. And I disagree. I think to walk through the fire knowing that there's hope is to be rooted in a deeper reality. The deepest of realities you can possibly be rooted in, which is the reality that your Savior walks side by side with you. He is in you. He is with you. He is for you. He knows where you're going even when you don't. And he uses all things together for the good of those that love and serve him. So you can't mess it up. You can't mess up this thing called your life. You can make mistakes, but there's nowhere, there's no distance you can run far enough from his grace. So that hardship you're walking through right now, whether it was self-opted in, self-selected, self-made, or it happened to you, it will be used for something. And that should be your hope. You don't have to understand it now. You don't. In fact, you won't. (laughs) You literally won't. Understanding comes in hindsight. But right now, right now, you can surrender to the fact that he is with you. You can choose the more powerful thought, which is, hey, I'm on this sailboat. It's windy as heck. 
My friend over here is only looking at the wind and complaining. My other friend over here, she just took like some kind of drug and only is talking about how it's so nice outside when we're about to go under. Me, I'm going to choose to change the sails. I'm going to control what I can control, which looks like praying. It looks like talking to God. It looks like getting in the word to know that the Bible in itself is an entire recollection of hope, of people going through hardships that made it out. I'm going to look at that. I'm going to meditate on that. I'm going to I'm going to get up and take care of my body. I'm going to get up and tell my family I love them. I'm going to get up and spend time with the people that make me better, that speak truth into me when I don't feel good enough to receive it. That's powerful thinking. It's understanding not everything's going to go my way. There are going to be moments I am in the darkest part of my closet crying and I don't understand why things certain things are happening. But I can hold on to the truth. I can hold on to the hope that even when my heart breaks, I know who holds the pieces. And I know who puts them back together into something better than I could have ever prayed or imagined. And I, oh my gosh, I'm going to start cheering up. I didn't even time this message to come out on Easter weekend. But you guys, isn't that the message of Easter? God can take even the darkest of things and make them good. The day of Jesus' crucifixion is now referred to as Good Friday. I mean, is that not God for you? Taking something so painful and brutal and hopeless filled and turning it into a day that people referred to as Good Friday. And some of you, that's what you're going through right now. You're, you're, you're on Friday, right? It's Friday. You don't see the light. All you see is that Jesus got crucified. All you see is darkness. All you feel is darkness. All you feel is, is, is the lack of hope, the lack of what was once promised to you now gone. So that person walked out on you. That person called you names. The job didn't work out. The money didn't work out. The partnership didn't work out. How you thought your life was going to look like, it didn't work out. It is Friday, but guess what? Sunday is coming. Sunday is coming, but guess what the people didn't know on Friday? That Sunday was coming. They didn't know on Saturday that Sunday was coming. And it still came. So, oh, I feel this, I feel this. Don't, don't leave me just yet. Even in your disbelief, stop, God will still come again. And he's still going to rise again. And he's still going to bring you hope again. So don't let the fact that you're disbelieved, don't let that discount you out of the fact that God is going to come again. He's going to move miracles in your life again. And that's your hope. That he uses all of it, all things, all things, even your broken parts, even the parts of you that you hide, the parts that aren't good enough for your Instagram, the parts that aren't good enough for, for that, you know, what you want to put on as the facade to the world. He knows all parts of you. He knows the broken. He knows the strong. He knows the confident. He knows the insecure. And he's using all of it. And that's the hope. It's not that everything's fine. It's not that it's always rainbows and sunshines. It's that even in the darkest moments, even on Friday, there's still hope. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for the one right now, God, that just is holding on. 
And they don't even know what for. I pray that they turn to you. I pray that they hold on to you. I pray that they remember a life well lived does not mean a life without trials. You tell us we are going to face trials in this world. You let us know that. But I pray in the midst of those trials, we remember you are our hope. So we have the opportunity to step into a more powerful thought, the thought that recognizes the fire, but understands even as I walk through it, I'm not going to come out smelling like smoke. I'm not going to come out with burns. I'm not going to come out incinerated because I have God with me and Emmanuel, Emmanuel, Jesus in me. I pray you remind us you are the one to cling on to in those moments. And you are and will always forever be our hope. Amen.